why don't you go grab me a can of Blue America? Because it's time for the Tons of Fun Podcast. What's up, everybody? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. This is great. This is great context because we've both been going back and forth. This is like take number three or four. It's probably five or six. <laughs> and and Tons was like, yeah, yeah. What about all the pressure, huh? What about all the pressure? And then slip. I folded <laughs> like a Chinese fun book. <laughs> There's so many people in China that you have to fold the book to make it work. Oh, I see. Gotcha. I was like... It, is that not like a known thing? I've, I've, never heard, I've never heard the... Uh, no, never heard the Chinese. You've really never heard about that? I've really never heard that joke. Can you believe that's like really a thing though? Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. Wow, I mean, you just got sold. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, know. I don't think this thing. I completely made all that up. Oh, okay. I was Welcome like, to I the know, podcast. I, like, I don't know what that means. Woo-woo! I actually just saw a, uh, um, there was a guy giving a speech and he said that he was actually trying to convince his friends that there were like a bunch of things that were actually way worse for them than smoking. Mm-hmm. And just by saying like saying it like, you know, as confidently as he could. And he was like... Yeah, actually, uh, more people suffer from diabetes. So basically, if I hand you a Snickers or a cigarette, like you should probably just take the cigarette. And people he just and he just started making up stuff. And five out of his seven friends picked up smoking because they were like, "Oh yeah, it's not that bad." <laughs> I feel like confidence is key. Oh, it's a hundred percent key. Yeah. I I will say though, in oh, certain sure. situations, because I feel like I have the gift of, of talk, right? And I was like, I was actually, oh yeah, you I was are, talking you are to a my salesman wife. at heart. Yes. Yeah, I was talking to my wife about that the other day. Like I can kind of. I can kind of think about anything on the spot and kind of run with it and stuff. But if you're like legitimately full of shit, it shows so poorly. This smells delicious. So for those of you who are just listening, uh, fuck you for missing the first 23 episodes. And um, we are on a quest. I believe that Bud Light is the greatest beer of all times. And that is to be true. Um, And Scott is on a quest to open my eyes to craft beer and other options that might be better than Bud Light. And we found we found some strong ones. We, we found some strong ones. We found some that we had some high hopes for, at least I did, and they kind of fell. Um, and now we're actually just kind of trying to find something that's a little bit closer to sort of the uh, the Bud Light family, the lager, the Pilsner, etc. And if, if I may, I think that's where we missed the boat a little bit in the beginning. We went full-blown craft beer, which I think we should continue because there's been some really, like the Scotch Silly... Right, right, yeah. There's you know, some that you've become that series, fans of, yeah. Yeah, there's some, there's some in the fridge right now, just in case. But we are trying to hone in to that family to at least be able to put it to rest so that we can flap our wings. As I flap motion, you can't see it on one, your one podcast. One-handed. One, yeah, well, because i got a beer in my other hand. We, we are, we are, we are going to come full circle. Okay, so this beer is from the Chapman Brewing Company. It's located in downtown Orange. They're a relatively new uh, brewery, um, and that's kind of one of the cool things we're going to do. We're going to be trying a second beer uh, later, and this is a German Pilsner, uh, and then the other beer that we're going to be t- trying is actually from a brewery in Germany, so it's going to kind of be a old school versus new school, German versus American. Uh, it's 5.2% ABV. Uh, it's got only 10 IBUs, which is right. I mean, I think that's actually even less than uh, than Bud Light. Uh, props to Chapman for the can, by the way. They've got a little thing that just says pour stats, and it's got the name, uh, the IBU, the alcohol level, and the name of the beer. So awesome. Makes our job a lot easier. We, we will definitely tag them when we post the beer picture. Oh, for sure. Here's what I will say. Um, this this beer, I'm going to break it down into three segments, a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I, I love the beginning. It is crisp. It's refreshing. It's light. It's not overpowering. I would classify this as like a... Like, um, 
I don't know if you ever heard like pizza beer. And it's a beer oh, that yeah, kind of sure. kind of goes with anything. Like yep. you could have it with a slice of pizza or whatever. Chicken wings, yeah. And and this is this is great. Would be really good on a hot day. The middle, you get like a little bit of that bitterness. And and typically, what I don't like about beers where that bitterness carries on through the end and that aftertaste once you don't have any liquid in your mouth. Right. But I think the end it finishes really smooth and really mellow. Uh, so props to these guys. It's a beautiful color. I, if I have to be honest. Looks, I, no, I can't say it looks better than Bud Light. I almost said it. <laughs> in the glass, it, because of the glasses we're drinking it in, it looks like a Chardonnay. A little bit, yeah, yeah, that's true. Because of the glasses, I would, yeah, I would agree with that. They're wine yeah. tumblers. Yeah, this is like a super sessionable. You can drink lots of these. Um, it's crisp is a great word. Um, it's a very classic, you know, Pilsner flavor. I mean, that's literally what they say on the can. It's crisp. It's quenching. It's a classic flavor. Um, if they wanted to do something with this for the ladies, you could do like a like a dragon fruit or a mango or something like that. Like you could you could really make this like a pick a six pack up for the boys and a six pack up for the ladies. Right. If you add a different flavor profile. Right. Or if you try different hops that bring out some different uh, you know fruit flavors like a pineapple or a grapefruit or a watermelon. Yeah, you can definitely go with this. But yeah, they're just going for that little you know clean at first. A uh, little bit of the hop bitterness to get a little, make sure, because you got to have a little bit of flavor. I mean, hops is just, they've got to be there. And then just smooth on the back end. And I, yeah, I feel like you could just, if it wasn't a craft beer and it wasn't, you know, like like 3 or $4 a can, like this is a beer pong beer. Like the, you can drink a ton of, the, oh. I give the, it a the, seven. The, I was like, the wheels are turning. <laughs> I give it a seven. All right. Um, I, I want to give it a little bit higher, uh, but there's something missing for me there. I like it. I, I like it. I would if somebody brought this and something other than Bud Light. Chances are, I'm picking this. Like if it was between this and Coors Light or Corona or any of the other big brand loggers. Any of the other big brand loggers, I would I would definitely pick this. Um, reminds me of Miller Light a little bit. Oh, interesting. I, think, I haven't had Miller Light in a long time, so I can't I can't. Well, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not a hobo or a crack whore, <laughs> so ne- neither have I. Sh- should we Should we force somebody else into coming and trying this? No, I don't think we should. He won't do it. No, I don't All think. Right. I don't think. Special so. guest in the studio who shall remain nameless. <laughs> okay. Over there being a big old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I I hope that gets. I hope that. I hope, I hope, I hope that, that picks up. Yeah. Know. I'm not sure, but we have, the acoustics are too good that it might not have. Yeah. So okay, so um, I would I would agree very similar very similar score. Um, I would go with like a 6.8, uh, mostly because I'm not a super Pilsner lager fan, but I mean, this is just really good. Like, I mean, I'm drinking it faster than you are. So, I mean, obviously they did something right. Um, Chapman, keep doing what you're doing. Make sure to go check them out. What else do they have? We should maybe, we should maybe, is this close? This is close if it's Chapman, right? Yeah. Well, it says on the back where they are. They are, uh, they're brewed and canned in Old Town Orange, which is actually a really cool place. Well, so there's some cool stuff down there. Great, uh, great beer. We should ask them if we can try some more and record there. Yeah, we can go down there. We can do some flights uh, for the podcast. I think that'd actually be a pretty cool idea. Listen, I'm all for getting drunk. Let me know. All right, cool. All right, so speaking of uh, new uh, new alcohol brands, new breweries, new things like that, uh, recently just saw a uh, Facebook post about the uh, Backstreet Boys are starting their own. It was tequila, right? I believe that's the one that you uh, that you tagged me in. So uh, I think they were doing tequila. Can I can sidebar? Yeah, sure, sidebar. I remember. I'm trying to think how old I was, but before the Backstreet Boys were like a thing, the, the way. 
the way I heard about the Backstreet Boys, sorry, I heard like the background or someone's <laughs> yeah, yeah. someone's outside gardening or something, some bullshit. Right. Um, I got like a package in the mail. Okay. That I wasn't expecting, and it was a Backstreet Boys cassette tape. It's like a single. What? Yeah, like I don't know if like I had won it or or like what how like because we used to go to, like Warehouse Music a lot. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. I'm old. Tower Records, yeah. No, never Tower. It was always Warehouse. Well, we didn't have Warehouse. I mean, where I lived, we would never. Oh, okay. Tower, or at least Tower Records was closed. All right, go ahead. That's and so the point. I, I don't know like why it got sent to me or whatever, but I remember that's how like I heard about the Backstreet Boys, and I quickly realized that like as like a young man, like the idea of like liking a boy band was there was a stereotype behind it. So I was like, I I won't ever like these guys. You know, simply, a sti- a stigma, simply, for, excuse simply, me. For, simply for that reason. Yeah, and yeah, so and their music's great, <clears throat> but copy that. All right, so, so that's how I, that 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 was my first exposure, and then we recently found out that they are starting a liquor company. Right, and so we've kind of done some searching, and uh, People Magazine put together a list of uh, some pretty big celebrities that have also started uh, their own. Either uh, um, it's either beer or liquor. I think most of these are going to be liquor uh, companies. Because um, I believe the liquor um, industry is a little more lucrative. I think it's uh, you make a little more money selling spirits as opposed to beer. Is that oh, so? We learned this from Rob Deerdeck because he 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 started too. Now Black Feather Whiskey is one of them, and I think he has a vodka company. And it's funny because I was actually talking to somebody about this last night. When you know, there's a few big players in this space, and when liquor companies get big enough, they sell for ten times revenue. Oh so, yeah, so we somebody's were... doing ten million dollars in sales, they're getting bought out by one of the big dogs for a hundred million dollars. So that's why everybody's getting into it. Yeah, because they think it's doing 10 mil. Well, we wanted to try and get into it. <laughs> I, I'm in the liquor business. I drink. Yeah. I, I look at the shelf behind you yeah, I know. and the kitchen counter. I'm stacked it's up right now. quite the collection, yeah. And I'm doing pretty good. Okay, are you ready to go through the list? I'm going to give tons. Uh, try and give him a little hint. I'm going to give him the type of alcohol that it is, and then I'm going to try and help him with a short uh, hint to guess who sort of the major celebrity is behind the brand. Make it hard, though. That's okay. What, that's what he said. Okay, um, so the name of uh, this particular uh, liquor is Aviation Gin, and uh, the hint is Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I knew that. Oh, very nice. Yeah, you could have given. You could have not said Deadpool, and I would have got it because I saw. I saw Ryan Reynolds. I, I I saw that he's in that. He's shout out to him, man. He's the man. Yeah, and they're making Deadpool too. I'm excited to see the movie. Looks good. So, yeah. He's a great actor. So then what I'll so then what I'll do is I'll just name it, and if you've heard of it, you know, if, okay. if, then you know, just say it, and then if not, I'll throw you out a uh, or I'll throw out a, a hint. Okay, so this one is called Virginia Black Whiskey. No. Uh, he used to call me on my cell phone. Drake. Yeah. Okay. So and it looks like it's a yeah it's a bourbon it's an aged bourbon whiskey. So. Interesting. I'd be down to try it. Mobile yeah. up, Drake. Good for okay, you. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I really expect you to get this one, even if you've never heard of it, okay. just by the name of the of the liquor. Okay. And I would be disappointed in myself if I didn't get it. Okay. Notorious Irish whiskey. Oh, it's Conor McGregor. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to try that one. Conor, let me get a bottle. It was right can after you tweet he, him. Right after he lost. To, yeah, we'll tweet it. We'll tweet him. Get a, ask him if we can try a free bottle on the podcast. Yeah. But we have to drink the whole thing. Is that? I'll shoot. I'll shoot the, Floyd. Mayweather in the kneecap if you want. <laughs> okay. I mean, for like a for like a case, not just a bottle. Yeah, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna say we had so much for being a good salesman. By the way, <laughs> by the way, I'm gonna need some help with alibi and bail money. <laughs> Make sure to throw that in there. No, I'm not gonna do it. I'll hit him in the I'll hit him in the kneecap. Oh, crap! Who what? is it? Oh, this is a. Uh, this is called backstage Southern whiskey. Um, uh, oh, uh, Florida Georgia line. No, but it is a country singer. But wait, is it? It's a. Oh no, he used to be the um, front man for Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, Jarius Rucker. Whoa, I, I would not have guessed that if I uh, did not have the screen in front he's, of me. Uh, so. He's he's gr- he's great, dude. I was shocked when he got into country music. Like, props to him, dude. His music's good. 
All right. Seen him in concert, actually. All right. So the next one is Born and Bread Vodka. It's a potato vodka, and uh, it's Magic Mike. Oh, uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I actually was, not that I look anything like Channing Tatum, I wish, but we were, I was at our special guest in the studio here. We were at like a family function with him and his like cousins, like girlfriend at the time was like joking around and she's like, oh my gosh, like your name's totally Channing Tatum or something like that. And so amongst that family, like they call me Channing. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So that's my boy. And Magic Mike too has a spaceman soft serve machine in the food truck that they're driving around oh, nice with, and i'm the spaceman rep so fun fact cool all right the next one is called santo mesquila so and obviously uh it's a it's a tequila is that Clooney's? no okay uh, so this one so this is a this is a collaboration between two celebrities okay they're both musicians okay. first one uh judge on the voice second one former uh member of van halen Okay, so hold on. Judge on the Voice. I don't. I don't watch the Voice. He's uh, also the front man for Maroon Five. Cocksucker Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, Adam Levine. You got it. Yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't know that one. So, and then the other one is uh, Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Okay. So Sammy Hagar doesn't he already have a tequila company? Um. Yes. Cabo Wabo, oh, no, no. right? Uh, maybe he does. Um. No, I don't know. It doesn't say anything about him having another one. Can you open a tab and just tell me who owns Cabo Wabo? Okay, let's see. Or who started it? Sorry, who, I just burped in the microphone. If y'all heard that, I'm sorry. Cabo Wabo? I'm, gonna just, it's, I'm it's, just gonna spell it and let... Isn't it cool that you can just spell stuff and let Google figure it out? Sammy Hagar, you're right. Yeah. Cabo, yeah, he owns Cabo Wabo. So. <laughs> liquor, liquor fact. I know a little too much about alcohol. That's okay. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Alright, hit me. Okay, Um. the next one is... The Hillhaven Lodge whiskey. Um, I'm gonna need a hint. Yeah, well, this is gonna be tough. This is a he's a director. Honestly, I don't I don't really know who he is. I couldn't tell you what he's directed, so I'm just gonna I I, I don't even know how to give you a hint. Like I, I have no clue. All I know is I can concentrate now because the tweakers next door turn their compressor off. Ooh, there so, you go. All right, so a. it's a, somebody named Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner, yeah, he uh, didn't he direct uh, Rush Hour and Spider Man or something? Not Spider Man. Uh, let's see. The only reason I know Brett Ratner is because he was in Entourage. Oh, there you go. Okay. He, he did a, he did a cameo. Uh, okay. So he directed all the Rush Hour films. There you go. Uh, X-Men The Last Stand, Tower Heist. I uh, like Tower Heist. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Okay, real quick. So. Shout out, shout out to, um, Brett, Brett Ratner for being in Entourage, but there was something else I was going to say. Now I feel stupid, so we're going to have to edit that out. All right. Oh, I know. You're going to have to chop this down however you want, but shout out to Brett Ratner for putting Jeremy Piven in Rush Hour 2, one of the greatest movie scenes of all time. Do you know what I'm talking no, about? No, I don't know off the top of my head. So, um, Blackie Chan, I mean, Jackie Chan, and um, Chris Tucker, right? Is it Chris Tucker? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they like come out of the sewer or something like that, and they go, they're in Vegas, He's like, we gotta like get suits. We can't go into this casino like this. And Jeremy Piven plays like the salesperson, and he's like super flamboyant. And he's like, if you haven't seen this, if we can find a clip and we can end up sharing, I should make notes of everything we need to share. <laughs> but if if you can find this clip, it is absolutely hilarious. It made me fall in love with Jeremy Piven as an actor. All right, awesome. Uh, the next one uh, is called Saza Nine Hundred One Tequila. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I could give you, uh, NSYNC. 
Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. one and only. See, these like, ones are all trying to get paid. They're so smart, but, like, yeah, but you know, you know who paved the way? Who? Who? Did? Diddy. Yeah, that's with Ciroc, man. Okay. He, uh, the next one is Casamigos Tequila. That's George Clooney. Yes, that is George Clooney, and, and he is also a partner in that with uh, who, who, Rondi Gerber. I don't know who that is. Okay, can I tell you? Um, oh, he's married to um, who's Kaya Gerber's mom. She's Kaya Gerber's like a young model. The dad is him, and then the white the her mom is a, a famous model, but it's a different last name. Um, Not sure. Die. I don't Google. Damn. Ah, that's gonna bug the shit out of me. But a, a buddy of mine used to work for a tequila company, and he loves tequila. And he was telling me that he had Casamigos, and he didn't know what to think about it. Okay. And he said it's great. I have not tried it. He wow. said it's really, really good. Okay. I, I, I have my tequila choice. We've talked about this. It's Don Julio, right, right. 1942. There you go. At $100 a bottle, I don't drink that very often. So I don't know how much Casamigos costs. I'd definitely be down to try it on the podcast. Um, actually, they do have the cost on a lot of the... Uh, Hit um, me. So uh, if you're going to get one of those, just what? how many ounces are the little like tasters that you can get of liquor? Or how many ounces? Like two one, one and a half or two. Yeah, so that's two ninety nine, And bad. then sort of at the top end uh, is sixty nine ninety nine. It's probably for like a handle or something so, like that. That's what I would assume. Yeah, 1.75 yeah. million. Okay, that's, uh, yeah, that's good. Next one, uh, Wild Turkey Bourbon. Who, I, Wild Turkey's been around forever. I, I know this. Give me a hint. I just saw that, the, I did, I just saw that they were involved with Wild Turkey. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Yep. I was gonna. Didn't I was even gonna, need a hint. I was gonna man. say. I was gonna say awkward Lincoln Navigator commercials. Also, <laughs> well, now he, now he's doing. Now he's singing for Carl's Junior advertisements. Crazy. Have you not heard? No, have, no, I don't. Listen to the car radio. All right, I will. Um, this next one, I don't know who this guy is off the top of my head. It's called Codigo fifteen thirty. Stupid name. Who is it? It's uh, George Strait. Uh, country singer. There you go. Oh yeah, he's got a cowboy hat on. Cool. Yeah, old school. Yep. Ooh, that one can get it. That one starts at fifty-five and ends at top end at eighty-one. That's interesting. Um. All right. The next one is called Skinny Girl. Oh, Bethany Frankel. Wow. Nice job. My right. wife. My wife's. In, she's a Real the Housewife in New York. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. But she's a mogul. She's got her hands in a lot of pies. There you Good go. Good for her. All right. The next one is uh, the Hague Club. H I G Club. It's got to be somebody stupid. All right. Uh, married to one of the Spice Girls. Soccer player. Um, oh, I know his name. I can't think of yeah, Beckham. Yeah, yeah, David Beckham. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's married to sporty. Do you like Do you like Daniel Tosh's stand up? Oh, a little. He's, yeah, he does. He have does you, some pretty good stuff. Have yeah. you heard his joke about like uh, Brad Pitt and David Beckham having a child? No, no. Oh, he's talking about if those two had a kid, it'd be like the prettiest baby ever. Oh. <laughs> well, he's not wrong. No, he's not. All right, the next one is Smithworks. Uh, give me a hint. Uh, the other guest besides the other male uh, judge on the Voice besides Adam Levine, country singer. Oh, um, he cheated on his wife with Gwen Stefani. Yep. Uh, yep. You got it. Uh, Blake Shelton. Yep. There you go. Not that good looking of a dude, by the way. I don't understand why people didn't he win like Sexiest Man of the Year or something he, like that. He did. Yeah. No. He. I think he was just as confused. I'm going to be honest. Um, all right. The next one is Crystal Head Vodka. Crystal uh, Head. Okay. Yep. This is. Uh, um, Honestly, the only thing I can think of that comes up is he was one of the stars in the original Ghostbusters movie. I can't think of Bill Murray. Else he's in. No, it's Dan Aykroyd. I can't think of anything else. I like Dan Aykroyd, but this in. is that's stupid. That's solid. Like, I, a couple things I want to I want to put out there for everybody listening. I have not gone through this list, and I'd like to think I'm doing pretty damn good. You're doing insanely well. Because yeah. one, you're getting most of the hints, and some of them have been one word, if not you know five or less words. And yeah. I think you've gotten like four. Uh, just straight out without yeah. even needing any help. So yeah, this so. is very impressive. Put some respect on it when you fucking talking to me about booze, people. 
All right. My bad. Uh, the next one is called, well, okay, maybe you'll get this one. It's called Sammy's Beach Bar Rum. Sammy Hagar. Yeah, there you uh, go. Okay, that one was a little. He bit of a, he must have made that was a, a soft ball. He must have made a bunch of money on that Cabo Wabo shit and said, "Fuck it, like let's roll the dice." And good for him, dude. Make your paper, people. Well, if, that's hold on. Oh, go ahead. If there's anything you take away from this podcast, be smart financially and stack your paper. And you can. And the thing is, is that there was you. You can you know have a dream and you can say this is what I want to do. But after that, you have to make the right choices and do the right things to actually make that happen and don't just fucking expect it to happen. You have to get up every morning. You have to say, this is what I'm going to do to make that happen. And we want you to do that. And do not try to start a liquor company by making Merlot in the toilet. Save that for prison. Yeah, they need they, that's their work. They got to be able to do what they got to do. Seamless transition. What's that's next right. on the list? All right, uh, this is actually the first uh, rum on the list. Ooh. It's called Blue Chair Bay Rum. Um, it's another country singer. I'm trying to... Oh, hold on. Blue chair. Hold on. Um, give me, give me... I know this. Um, oh. I mean, he's like a mega, mega, mega country star. I mean... Is it Garth Brooks? No. Uh, uh no, first I know. name First name starts with a K. Keith Urban. Nope. Oh, wow. Surprising. That's... <laughs> he's a mega country star, but it's not him. Let me know, let me know if you want to... Ah, oh, man. Um, yeah, it doesn't say, give anything about him here that I can help you with, uh... His name's Kenny Chesney. That that's who I was thinking of because he has a song. Well, that's thing you can see his face like in your head. But yeah, you know, no, you I, I, I think about it. All yeah. right, all right, here we go. Um, also, real quick, while we're on country people, yep. Toby Keith, your "I Love This Bar in Vegas" overrated. All right. Okay. Uh, the next one, uh, just a few left. Uh, this is Casa Dragones. It's a kind of tequila, mm-hmm. uh, and this is the uh, the original host of American Idol. Um. Not one of the judges, the host of the show. Oh, Seacrest? Yeah, Seacrest. Seacrest, he's got to have a couple hundred million dollars in the bank. He's so, always doing and shit. His, and his uh, price point at the at the top end is the highest of any anyone on the list, $115. The one thing I will say about this teque- particular bottle mm-hmm. is that this is by far the most professional-looking label of all of them. His looks, like some of really? them, like Kenny Chesney's look like... Like Parrot Bay, like <laughs> you right. know, like coconut rum. Like, all right. Oh, speaking of guys who are the homie. <laughs> all right, Diddy. All right, no. uh, badass premium vodka. That just sounds. Uh, all right, let me let me think. Uh, it's not fifty cent. Imagine uh, '90s basketball player in a wedding dress. Oh, Rodman. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yes. uh, Dennis Rodman pees in coffee pots at hotels. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and mixed with uh, Kim Jong Un. All right. Cool. Um, all right, here Real we go. Real quick, I'm yeah. sure 50 Cent has effing vodka. He's not on the list so far. There's only two left. Yeah, so Diddy and one of them will at least be left out. Yeah, so. Diddy's got Ciroc. French Montana's got an arm in Ciroc. He does like a French vanilla. Uh, but yeah, 50 Cent effing vodka. And nice. they don't have Rob Deerdex on there. Yeah, that's true. He's got two, Black Feather Whiskey and I forget what the other one is. But People Magazine, if you need me right for you, call me. All right, uh, two left. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to give you a hint about this one. Uh, this one's called Pura Vida. It's another... Tequila seems to be the most popular one. People seem to be super. Pure Vita, and you can't give me a hint. Is it too? It's, easy? I mean, he's a musician. He's got. I mean, Ricky Martin. He looks like a. He looks like one of the guys from. Um, oh, what's that like? Um, old rock band with the guys who have like all the really really long beards. Um, ZZ Top. Yeah, he looks like a guy from ZZ Top. That's that's who he looks like. His name is Billy Gibbons. I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't know. I wouldn't have guessed. You could so. you could have said you could have said Billy Gibbs. You could have said two more <laughs> clues and said million dollars if you guessed it. I wouldn't right. have got it. And then his last one, Diddy? No, the last one's an ad. No, it's just an ad. There's not... It's, it's that's those, how they finished the article? People. Yeah, that's how they finished it. Yep, it's just all these other... It's Yeah, it's bullshit. So. My bad about Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, it's all good. It's all right. 
Um, uh, should we get another beer? I mean, yeah, let's think. try another beer. Right, and should we try that? Should beer. I try that bourbon? Uh, let, let's try. Let's try the beer first. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right. All right, everybody. We are back, and we are here with our second beer. Let me uh, podcast back. All right. All right. Song. So this is a. Uh, um, the style of this is technically a Munich uh, Helles Lager, but I mean, essentially, it's from the Lager family, which the Pilsner is also from. Tastes like so Heineken. It's, so it's another sort of lighter beer, but this is from uh, an old, old brewery in Germany. It's called the Klosterbreier Andash. Let me try to pronounce that. Let me see the bottle. So, um, yeah, good luck with that one. Um, no, I know this. Kloster and and Bisch. And Bisch. Seat 1455. Full beer, heel. What's up? All right, he's just reading all the words on there. Uh, it's got a 4.8% ABV. Um, can't find any IBUs on there, but, I mean, it tastes like it's going to be about the same. Uh, and this is literally just of the, you know, which is classic of the lager Pilsner family. Just four ingredients, water, barley, malt, hops. That's completely it. Um, relatively similar uh, to the Chapman one, but a uh, little bit more, um, there's a little bit more from the hoppiness. Uh it's skunky. Is that because it's bad, or is it like Heineken? No, you no. That definitely can be. Uh, that can definitely be like a side effect from. Um, I mean, it could be a bad beer. That's possible, um, especially if it's a uh, um, if it's a lager or a pilsner. I mean, these should be. You should drink stuff like this, like super duper. Well, fresh. it says it's from fourteen fifty five. That's how long the the brewery's been around. Not they should the, sh- yeah, they not should the shut beer. it down. No, not the beer. It's okay. Close your. <laughs> <laughs> you can <laughs> you can close your doors. <laughs> Yeah, no, the, um, I mean, the, the skunky part could be, um, I mean, that's like a, I don't taste that. I taste more of like a floral sort of hoppiness to it, um, rather than, mm. I, I, I don't, I don't care for it as much as, shout out to Chapman, that shit's delicious compared to this. This is skunky, it is remnant, reminiscent of Heineken, it's cloudy, um, well, not all uh, not all beers are necessarily filtered uh, in the well, same way. Well, and it's way. not it's not that cloudy. There's a little frost on the glass there, so it's not no. it's not super cloudy. Um, I was gonna say I don't see that, but it is. It's got a nice color. Um, it's a yeah, it's a classic golden golden lager type color. I give it a five. At, at um, a high, I might give it a four point six. I'll, and I'll give oh yeah, I'll give it a five point eight. I mean, it's fine. Um, it's not bad. Again, if you're just looking for something simple, something you can drink a shit ton of. Low ABV, easy to drink, crisp, light mouthfeel. That's if that's what you're looking for. I'll be Zen. Um, Sprechen's dick. Oh, I was like, that's um, all right. Neither of those are German, but let's continue. Isn't Sprechen's? <laughs> isn't Sprechen's? No, know. it's mostly Z Dick. Z Dick. That I'm, that I'm ta- It's that part that I'm talking about. Z Dick. Okay, uh, so, <laughs> so speaking. Of- I'm giving it a four point four. The more <laughs> the more I look at the Chapman can, I enjoy the Chapman beer that much more. Uh, yeah, yeah. You get it, Chapsies. You get it. All right. Uh, so next thing we're on. So speaking of, as people who review a product every single episode of our podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Tons recently had me uh, watch. Um, well, watch is a that, that's a nice word for it. He recently tortured me by making me watch uh, these pizza reviews that are done. I don't. I didn't even look at what the gentleman's name was. I didn't even. I, I don't. I don't know his name. First of all, he's literally from the worst place in the world. All right, who are we alienating next? Boston. All right. Boston is. All right. No, Boston's not that bad, but I guess we've already harped on Tom Brady enough, so yeah. He I mean, sounds they're, like they're he stuffs his face with Pepperidge Farms. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Hada. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's a great get, movie. We get it, yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't enjoy anything about this dude. Right, right. Uh, so he does, is it Barstool Sports? What is it? Yeah, is Bar, yeah, Barstool Sports. If you Google Barstool Sports Pizza Review, this guy's channel will come up. It'll be the first link that you see. Did you see um, how many videos he had? I mean, it was it was a decent amount. I mean, I know he's done at least like 350 of these reviews. So like, shout out for him for like getting paid to do this. And that's the thing. And to do like a video like that 350 times and go to those places, it takes some amount of dedication. So I mean, the well, dude I'm assuming does, he's getting paid for it. Well, but he also has. You have to like pizza. I mean, 350. You know, I can eat pizza every day. But that's what I'm saying. Like doing a beer tasting, like that's fine. Like I can drink beer every day. So like I would do this, you know, for 350 episodes. Like if that's what it was about. Can't wait to hit 350. Okay, so <laughs> that'll be insane. Um, okay, so uh, tell me a little bit about why you don't like this guy, and don't care for the Boston accent. Okay, if we're being if we're being petty, all right. Um, in his video, and I've not seen the very first one, but he is adamant. You know, oh, y'all, everybody knows the rule. That's a really bad Boston accent. But he goes, everybody knows the rules. One bite, you know, and then we give a score one bite, and that's the rules. Everybody knows the rules. Like, like he chokes on that statement like it's the wiener he wants in his mouth. Okay, and. He takes a bite and then uh, uh, he starts grunting like the hairy knuckle Boston bastard he is. Damn, this beer is making me angry. Uh, for real. We're going to start calling that the like German angry. German angry juice. And, uh, but then he keeps taking bites. So, like, and like maybe that's his shtick. And, like, I've noticed with like all so, these things that are going viral and people that do, like, you have to have like a shtick, right? Right. Well, and is his thing like he takes one bite? And then he gives his review, and then after he eats, he doesn't say anything else? Because I could understand if that was... Because he's not going to take one bite of pizza and then throw it away. That'd be stupid. So well, I understand he, he, the, gives, he gives it. He gives He takes a bite. Gotcha. So here's what he, he takes a bite, and he's like, well, you know, he groans a little bit. He's like, you know, good crunch, sauce. There's a little tw- tanginess Ol- to it. Olive oil. Olive oil. Olive oil. Olive oil. It's too much olive oil. You know, it's chewy. And then he'll take a bite of the crust, which is a good move if you're doing a review. You might as well get to the crust. Oh, I think that should be, yeah, one of the first things you do. And yeah, then he keeps taking bites and goes through his review. So he does his review in, in normal Boston manner. He talks with his mouth full and Jeez, does, the, does the review. It, it annoys me. Like, he'll walk and he can never pronounce the name of the place he's at. Maybe, well, yeah, maybe I hate him because I'm like well, him. Here's the, well, here's the first thing I noticed just from watching. The first three videos that I watched, he came out of the, the place with a slice of pizza and then was like, oh, wait, where are we at? What's the address? What's the name? Isn't yep. it this? And then the person, but you can hear the camera and go, no, like it's, you know, Parcheesi's or whatever. And then he's like, right. and then he's like, oh, oh, Parcheesi's. Oh, yeah, on 47th and 8th. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and here's, and then here's Ray Allen. And I'm like, how the fuck are you doing a, a show like this? And then all of a sudden you got fucking Ray Allen to be on your show. Not only did you get Ray Allen on your show, but you gave him shit about not winning a second championship for Boston. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, especially if you're, especially if you're a Celtics fan, you can definitely suck a dick. Whoa, so whoa, go, whoa. Lake, go Lakers. This go is, Lakers. This is for sure the German angry juice. You just turned into me a little bit. Well, you had to show me those videos. And so I feel like I got to get some emotion out his, here. His reviews are terrible. I love the idea of what he is doing. I think it's amazing. It is if I could find like the California quintessential food, um, which I think you and I kind of disagree about a little bit, but we'll just neither here nor there. No, what, well, no, let's talk about it because we tried to do. A little I, bit I think of it's bur- I think it's either burgers or burritos. And I would agree. I would agree with that, but I also think that 
it's it would be very easy to say that Northern California and Southern California are almost two completely different places, mm. and that the cuisine can be very different. I think there's a lot more uh, great seafood that's available in the northern part of uh, of California, and then obviously I think the obviously the closer that you get to Mexico, the better you know the the Mexican food gets. Like if, I I, know, ha- I have to disagree. I actually have had a lot of Mexican food in San Diego. Trash, bro. I, I can get better Italian food in San Diego than I can up here. Oh, dude. See, and I've been to and I've been to parts of San Diego that are close to the border, and you just get like the best. You just get like actual, not like authentic. Like, oh, I live in California. It's authentic. Like, it's actually like authentic Mexican food. So obviously, you can get you can get shitty stuff in here. You can probably get some shitty food, and some shitty China food in China. Like, you know, like that's, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, so Take- okay. Here's the thing. No, no, no. Hold on. I never tell you to calm down. So you stop. You stop right there, Mister Son of a Bitch. Angry yeah, juice. that was Russian. That's right. All right, go the Rushkies. As, oh, is that? A, oh, and then the other one you wanted to talk about was uh oh the other California food, the avocado. Avocados are the marathon of foods. Okay, it's most it no avocado. You're gonna have to edit this down. Okay, I was like, Avo- you, I was a- like, you have a you have a chemical high when you're done. Is that avocados it? are the food? <laughs> Hold on, don't edit it down. Fuck it. Avocados yeah, fuck are it, the food. It. What running is to life. Marathons and avocados are overrated. All right, the textures. I was like, you know, people pay to like pay and try to qualify for marathons, right? It's stupid. So pay to run on a street. Dumb. Yeah, but you can win money. But like, if you get first, you win money. Like, yeah, there's, like there's part. Like, you buy a lot of tea, you can get rich. Not all of them. Are we just? Are we just? This Worse. is beer, this is beer in my hand. We should try. So, we should try that bourbon. You got a peach fuzz mustache. I what do? else do we need to? Really? So it mean. looks like a couple. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like how somebody harps on you and you're all super take sensitive. That, take that part out. <laughs> no. Okay, let, let's, let, we, we got ahead of ourselves. I don't enjoy his pizza review. I think it could be done better. I love what it's about. I do not like him. Like, he he's an overly obnoxious host, and I think I think they could do better. I've seen some of their other things and the people that they host and, like, their news reviews and that kind of stuff. I think they do a great job. I think that host is trash. Yeah. That and being, he, and here's, here's the thing. For me, if you're from if he's from Boston and that's what he really wants to like bring forward is that he you know if, if with the accent or with the the attitude or, or whatever do it but you can still know where you are what street you're on what kind of pizza you got if it's a deep dish pizza if it's a thin crust pizza like you can still be knowledgeable about all of those things and still have a Boston accent and be from there and feel like you're proud of the the town that you're from just be get prepared be, be, if you stay ready you ain't got to get ready that's right that'd be like us tasting a beer and be like oh like what, what's in this can yeah, like if if I was the cameraman, I would have already like I would have already given him the business. The hands. cameraman like, yeah. probably hates his job because he's got to <laughs> hang out with him, clam chowder eating bitch. Anyways, so back on track to the quintessential California food. Yes, right. You know, one of the things we talked about, and this is where that tangent came from, is you know places outside of California think we put like avocado, lettuce, and tomato, right, and do like California, California style, style or San Francisco style is one of the things I see where it's on sourdough and blah blah blah. Avocado is not that great, man. It, I don't like the texture. I, it's a little slimy. It's too expensive at Subway. Do you like guacamole? Guacamole is okay, but like, okay. like if I like, we have a Mexican restaurant we go to. Oh, okay. By the house, and if like I get like the quesadilla, it comes with like guacamole and sour cream. I, like I always say, no sour cream, and I maybe I'm lactose tolerant, you know, what I'm and I maybe eat like a third of the guacamole. I'm just, okay. I mean, it's good. I don't. I don't. I just yeah. don't love the texture. No, I tried. I tried for a while. Um, 
uh, just eating like straight avocado in the morning, like with hard boiled egg. And, you know, it's a it's I think it is a difficult texture to um, consume. Uh, yeah, to consume. It's a you know, it's a, a bit of an acquired taste. It's definitely a complimentary uh, food on the whole. I think for the most part, avocado is there to uh, enhance any sort of meal that you're making. Uh, eating it just by itself, I think that's that's a little hardcore. It's funny you say that. I'm pretty sure the cubes and Barbara Cork, Cochran, Co- Cochran, <laughs> but, um, invested in a restaurant on Shark Tank and opened one up in New York that is all avocado. Oh, where it's like the forefront of every yeah, dish like avocado, avocado toast and like avocado salad okay. and like avocado I did have pile of I did shit. have like a fancy like avocado toast with like roasted corn and like like pico on top. Stop like, it, dude! Like it's at a so restaurant, bougie. it was it was pretty cool. But also, then I had like there they literally just had like maple bacon donuts and fried chicken as a meal, and I was like, all right, you've redeemed yourself. Might as well be vegan, man. Might as well, okay. Whoa. Well, All right. Uh, next thing, uh, you tagged me in a video on Facebook where a gentleman was uh, he returned some iPhone cases to Best Buy. Yes. And then he was flagged for uh, I don't know if it was returning too many things, but basically there's a company out there that keeps track of how many times you return something. If you've ever returned something uh, and you don't have the receipt, usually the customer service attendant will ask you for your ID. And that's how they keep track of it. You get put into a system. It shows how many times you've returned without a receipt. And potentially you can be flagged for and being a repeat offender. All right. So here's the thing about returns. Best Buy's got a shitty return policy. Respect for them for trying to minimize their risk in in the situation. But they every, have a, everybody does this. It's not just Best Buy. They have everybody. like a shitty... They have like restocking fees for nonsense. If you buy a game and you open it, and you, like a video game, and you go to return it, let's say the game doesn't work, they still won't refund your money. They'll give you store credit less a 20% restocking fee for a video game that typically yeah. gets thrown away. So Best Buy is garbage. I've never heard of a restocking fee. Oh, it's a... a it, I've never returned, it, returned anything. I mean, I don't return a lot of stuff anyway, but... Yeah. For the stuff that I have returned, I've never, ever heard of a restocking fee. So, yeah, that's pretty bullshit. Yeah, it's super, super, super bullshit. Best Buy is a bunch of bitches. Um, Costco has a great return policy. Now, does a such company exist where, like, yeah, you get tracked? I'm, I'm sure. But, you know, if you're trying to return TVs and electronics or, like, goods you found or something like that, you know, that's that's cool. But there's there's things you can there's things you can do to be smart about stuff. And you can, as a consumer... Um, let's say I buy a universal TV remote and after six months it breaks. Well, I can go to Walmart, buy the same universal TV remote, clean mine up real nice, put it back in the packaging and be like, Hey, this doesn't work and return it. Right. So so I I can swindle, I can swindle them for a new remote. So I get the new remote and I get my money back. So you can you can swindle certain companies, and so that's probably why such companies exist. Oh, it's a hundred percent why, and that's why you get put into the system, especially when you don't have a receipt. That's and that's the biggest but, part. My, so, my wife worked in customer service and retail. Mm-hmm. I currently work in retail part time, and like if you don't have a receipt, like it's just it's super sketchy. Not you know, at Costco. Yeah, but Costco, you can return. I returned a chicken to Costco. We we got one of their rotisserie chickens, and it was pink on the inside. Oh, okay. And I took it back, and I was like, yeah, all right. I, I called them, and I was like, do you really want me to bring the chicken back? They're like, no, just, like, come in, and, like, we'll give you, like, the credit or whatever. Because they can tell. Costco, you don't need a receipt because of the card. They track everything on your account. Right. So maybe my, my statement about Costco is null and void. But, like, with their food items, as long as 50% of the food is still there, they can reimburse and, and there's, you. And there's, a problem with, and there's a problem with it, right? I mean, it's not like you can just eat half the ribs and then be no, like, you hey, say, no. You, say, the- you say, you know what? These weren't good. I didn't like them. 
Wow. They're, yeah, see, and they've got to have, they've either got to have something for that, that they, where they, you know, like something that protects them, or it just doesn't happen often enough that it hurts them, and so it's a customer service thing, and they're willing here's what to do I'm it, pretty, and it makes them look good. Here's what I'm pretty sure of. The returns don't come out of Costco's pocket. So with the food and stuff, if it's produced by Costco, yeah, but like if it's a, if it's a not Costco brand... Uh, like, let's say you buy Lucky Jeans and you take them back. Well, right. Costco return, retains that inventory. It probably gets sold to, like, TJ Maxx or destroyed or something. But Costco goes to Lucky, says these are defective, and they get a credit. So Costco Costco doesn't – I'm pretty sure that's how it works. You know, don't quote me on that. So Costco doesn't have a problem taking your returns because, A, they know what you purchased. Right. So it makes it really hard to swindle them. Right. And, B, they're not as accountable. If right. you, as like a small sense. as like a small retailer or something like that. Be- right. Best Best Buy has to do stuff like manage their return policies so tightly and have restocking fees because their industry or or their their brick and mortar retail store is a is a dying breed. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, exactly. And, Netflix is killing them. Unless um, you're buying a TV, I, I don't. There's no a, reason to go to Best Buy. Right, unless yeah, or like a stereo system, maybe. Like yeah, you can, maybe you can do that too. Um, you shouldn't be buying your computers from Best Buy. Like, no, you shouldn't be buying your phones from Best Buy. You shouldn't no. be buying your kitchen your kitchen appliances from Best Buy. Like, there's plenty of other better places to go. There are way, way better places to go for that. So I completely agree. Yeah, I think Best Buy is on the way out. Um, and so yeah, maybe that's why they do a restocking fee. So and I and I will money. say, I think I think Best Buy is thirsty for your business. So I bought I bought this beautiful TV behind me here at Best Buy. But I went to Lakewood, where there's a Best Buy and a Costco in the same parking lot, because Best Buy will price match. Well, they have to. They, ha- they, <laughs> they have, have no to. choice. They have to, because I'll just go to Costco. Exactly. So I found a TV I liked, walked over to Costco, found the same TV, same specs, for $50 cheaper. So I walked over to Best Buy, and then I said, you know what? Do you guys price match on Amazon? And they said, if it's shipped and sold by Amazon. So that means an Amazon stock Yeah, item. it's not somebody working through Amazon. So I, fa- I found the same TV for even cheaper than Costco, cheaper than Best Buy, delivered tax with taxes and every right. with everything for $150 cheaper than either one of these people want to charge me. And so they had to sell me the TV. Dang. It was killed. So yeah, I, I mean, I'll just say it. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I got a 65 inch LG, like super thin, like I mean, legit yeah, TV it's playing Iron Man right now. And it looks lit. And it's, it's, uh, that TV is also over three years old and out the door. Ta- everything was under $800. Wow. That's pretty good for 65 yeah. inch. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and don't I mean, come don't come steal my TV fuckers. Right. And the other thing like if you are going to go in and return something and this is speaking from somebody who's heard just about every story of people trying to I mean from somebody walking into the store and literally they have a receipt for clothes that they've already bought and then they literally go and take those same clothes off of the rack and t- try and return them for their money, right? And try and, and try and cheat the system for I, my wife has had people try and return stuff that they've had for over a year. Wow. Like and it's, you know, and at the end of the day the hard part is that a lot of people will just say, yeah, we'll do it this one time as a, you know, a customer service, you know, thing so that, you know, it seems like, oh, you know, Kohl's is always going to be, you know, the good guy. They'll take basically anything back, mm-hmm. but it's created an issue. Like there's got to be, there's got to be a way where it just has to stop. And I think this, you know, company that keeps track of these things, uh, I think that's a good thing to have in place. I think it's good that people get put in the system who continue to abuse the system so that they can't keep doing it. I can't believe this guy that was on the video returned three iPhone cases and got banned from returning things for a year. Like that was, that was insane. I don't know how they figured that out. I mean, so whatever company that is, you guys need to figure your shit out. Cause that's bullshit. I mean, yeah. What if he, what if the iPhone, iPhone cases sucked? 
Yeah, what if they were broken when he opened them? What if they what if they said they fit a particular phone and then they didn't? Like I you know, I don't know. What if they were off brand? I you know, who knows who knows what the deal was. So that was pretty ridiculous. All right, ready for the last one? Oh, there's more? There's only one more. I was gonna do the wrap up. Here we go. I oh, I would love the... it if you do the wrap up. I couldn't do okay. it. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, last thing. Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor two in the octagon. Let's do it. I, I think this is the greatest thing ever, and I want to go on record now. I don't know if it'll ever get leaked, but I promise you Mayweather and McGregor are in cahoots, and they're sitting there. They're on the phone saying, listen, Pugger. We can count that money. <laughs> let's get let's get paid. We'll do it just like we did. Oh, yeah. You are beat, you fucking you, kidding? You beat me like this. Let me beat you like that. And the, thing is, the thing is... Even even if they aren't in cahoots, like on the phone together, literally, they're both so on the same wavelength in terms of making money. They're both thinking the exact same thing, and it's basically happening without it actually happening. Well, because if they do it as an MMA fight, Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather's boxing career, his his name's not tarnished. He's still a fifty and zero boxer. Yeah, it has nothing to do with his boxing record. Exactly. And, and uh, Colin, I always mess up his name. Colin Cowherd. Yep. Calls Floyd Mayweather one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yep. He, he says him, Phelps, Usain Bolt, and I forget who else. Uh, it could be Jordan. I don't know. No, I wish I could find the. You maybe want to get on the Google there, right. but um, I, I don't. I, I don't. Floyd Mayweather has no reason not to do this. I think. I think Conor McGregor needs to try to do everything he can to make it happen because a he will win. A hundred percent. There's no. There's no amount of training. That, there's no. There is. I, I unless unless Mayweather like throws nails at him or I have no fucking idea. Unless he cheat. No, literally, unless he cheats. Like that's the only. That's the only way he can win is if he cheats. Yeah. And uh, according to the article, he's only going to spend about six to eight months training, and then he's going to try and get his mixed martial arts his license basically to fight in an octagon and then they're going to and then they're going to set a fight date. I I pray. <laughs> pray to God this fight happens and I'd like somebody to buy me tickets. So, yeah, it's they're going to make a shit I mean, they're not going to make as much money I think uh, as they could in the boxing world because uh, in boxing the money's absolutely out of control. Um, this will easily break the record for the for the biggest purse in the history of any UFC fight of any kind on I, planet I Earth. I think they will make as much. I, I don't know why you they think would. So? I, why would you take a pay? Why would you take a pay cut for a sequel? It, think about think about movies. Okay, you make more as they go on. So the so um the uh, the Colin guy you were talking about, Colin Coward. Mm-hmm. Um. So the other one was a uh, apparently he was going back and forth between Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and uh, Tom Brady. I told you this guy's a joke. <laughs> we said it from the get-go. I, on that bombshell? This guy's a piece. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Tons of Fun podcast. Make sure to check us out on social media. We are at TOFCast on SoundCloud, on Instagram, and on Twitter. Make sure to like our Facebook page. It's the Tons of Fun podcast. Leave us a five-star review and a great rating. Uh, it helps us to produce more great content. Do the same thing uh, over on iTunes. Leave us a good review and five stars. And uh, we will see you next time. Uh, episode 24. Show Charlie Murphy your titties. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>